Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies. And I like telling these two about them. And we love it. We love every guy. And we also love it. it. I feel like we don't often <laughs> say that in the intro. We just let you in. But like, we also love it. And that's why we do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's up with us? I feel like, did anything, something scary happen this week? I've been told. It's silly, but it scared me. Oh, tell us. Um, I, <laughs> so as you know, I have two cats. They're very bad. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't let them in the room at, at night when I'm sleeping because they're too annoying at like approximately 3 a.m., then again at 5 a.m., then again at 7 a.m., um, but they do know that if they scratch on my door and meow really loudly like that, that's like they're still being annoying. And so that's their go to. Um, so I have a shock pad that I lay in front of my bedroom door to, to keep them an extra two feet away. And that's a thing. I didn't even know that existed. It it's like a like a dog, like shock collar type thing. Like gives a little zap. Whoa, that makes sense. That's amazing. Um, but the other night I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night and I oh, like no. tip, I tiptoed over it on the way out and then on the way back completely forgot and stood like <laughs> oh, both no. feet on it and got so zapped and <laughs> it scared me so bad. I thought for sure I was like dying. <laughs> no. no. It was so stupid. I just forgot within a matter of like 30 seconds. So I would do Yeah, that would be the big I would do that every single time. Taught me a real lesson. You taught you a real lesson. You're training yourself. <laughs> Were you up for the rest of the night? Did did you go back to bed? I don't know how you recovered. I did from actually. That. I recovered pretty quick. You'll be relieved to know. <laughs> I mean, it's meant to shock a cat to a non-lethal degree. So probably an adult <laughs> yeah. woman, it would not be so bad. It just really startled me. Oh man. The lengths that we go to to like build our whole lives around <laughs> an animal that we brought into our homes. It's very funny it's like entirely our fault and yet what are we gonna do they're cute and soft and worth it and worth, worth it. every every shock worth every shock <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys um i just real quick i started reading a book this week that i i have been meaning to read for a long time i'm like way behind the fifth season by nk jemison um, I just started sci-fi. reading Hundred Thousand Kingdoms by N.K. Jemisin. Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! yeah. We'll read our <laughs> um, different series and we'll go. We'll trade. Okay, okay, that's exciting. Um, so I had listened to a bunch of podcasts where she'd been interviewed before c- because she does this really amazing exercise in world building with people, and she goes mm. into like schools and does it, and she's done it in these interviews and. 
she does this kind of like live questioning back and forth with individuals and you kind of you build a world together. And she's just a master at doing that. And it's so compelling and amazing. But I've never actually read anything she's written. Um, So I just started this week. It's great, as expected. Um, Highly recommend it. It came out in 2015, and it, she's actually the first black author to win a Hugo Award. Yeah, she and a black woman in like the fantasy genre is yeah, not, very not, a very small percentage of those authors. Mm-hmm. Pretty rare. So, um, but the the book is great, and highly recommend it. That's that's wow, what I've I'm done so, this week. I'm so excited, Henley, to hear that. I yeah, she's my one of my sister's favorite authors, and um, she recommended her to me, and so I started with 100,000 Kingdoms, which is her other, I think it's a trilogy. She writes mm-hmm. like series. I mean, that's, a, I feel like pretty typical of fantasy because you, I mean, you make so, you build a whole dang world and then you're like, well, I got to write many books because I did a lot of fucking work. I imagine yeah. is what it feels like to be an author. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited to hear the back and forth about our two, our little different books. We can have a book club. We can have a book club on the different books that we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emily, what about you? <laughs> um, I went to the dentist this week. Oh my god! Oh my god! For Tell the first more. time, for the first time in a long time. Did anybody recommend you a dentist? Somebody recommended me a dentist. <laughs> Samantha Smart recommended me a dentist, and boy, was it a good recommend. Um, I loved, I loved this dentist's office. They're great. He's great. Uh, I, I, we don't have the same dentist apparently. I have the other dentist in, in, in that office, but he was wonderful. They were lovely. I was, I went because I, I got really freaked out last week that I had a cavity. I haven't been in the dentist in so long. Like, I lied to him about how long it had been when I answered him because I was ashamed of the truth. Yeah. Um, what? Give us the real number because I usually tell them two years when it's usually yeah. four. The real number is like six, Ooh. and I gave him three. So I did it the similar logic where I, I cut it in half. Cut it in half. Cut um, in half. Uh, I don't know that it's six, but it's long enough that it could be six. Like, I just don't. It's been a long ass time. What is time, you know? What is time? It, nothing. And I was worried I had a cavity because cause my teeth started feeling sensitive, but it turns out I don't have a cavity, which is a great success. Um, I'm just grinding my teeth from stress. So... <laughs> Um, Congrats. Thank you so much. It's not all great news, but it could have been worse. And he's a great dentist. And now I have a new dentist and I won't wait another six years in theory. Um, So but I felt so it was a very safe environment and they were like great and they wore masks and I wore masks until, you know, getting my teeth cleaned. But I felt so badly that I had to be without a mask around him while he's wearing a mask. Right, and, right. And there's like, no way to do that with a the mask. There's no way to do that. And it was a very bizarre feeling. I'm glad you went and I'm glad that you felt like it was a successful experience. I feel like I have had so many bad experiences with dentists and I kind of think that Awful. dentists are a scam. <laughs> You've said that before, and I, w- I would, I need to reiterate, Henley, that I really think that's a dangerous. I disagree. Thing for you to think, I really disagree, I and fun, I also disagree I with fun you take. thinking it. I disagree with you, my friend, thinking that. I just think that we should all be a little bit wary about what dentists are no, telling us. No, don't listen to Henley. <laughs> listen, please don't listen, to Henley. No, no, I, Henley. I, listen, I've had so many experiences with dentist telling me <laughs> that I needed to spend so much money on things that I do not think I needed to spend money Maybe on. Maybe they're doing some upselling. I've actually felt like that at the eye doctor. They are upselling for sure. <laughs> and there's no way to check unless you go see another dentist and get a second opinion, which is like 
very time consuming. And also that dentist might upsell you on something else because they're all upselling us. They're not all. uh, Again, I want to repeat. (laughs) They're not all upselling us. Some might be. I don't have enough dentist experience to, to answer this. And, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Either. Listeners, leave it in the comments. What leave it in the your comments. Your dent- dentist experience has been like. We've said the word dentist too many times. It's lost. Well, yeah, all let's change the subject. Me. You guys, guess what else I did this week? I watched an incredibly scary movie. Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Oh boy! Called The Orphanage, came out in 2007, directed by J. A. Bayona, uh, written by Sergio G. Sanchez. Starring Belen Rueda, Fernando Cayo, Roger Princep, and produced by Guillermo del Toro. Good job with the name, Sammy. I don't know. I you were nervous. It's J. a Spanish a. film. Bayona. 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 Yeah. Um, and we have we have a guest this week. We're so Ooh. excited. We're so excited to have a guest. We're so excited to have this guest on this movie. Um, welcome to the podcast, Mano Agapian. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hi it's hi oh my god so it always feels crazy i've done a lot of podcasts in quarantine but it's just it still feels crazy when you're just listening to people like it just feels <laughs> like you're a liar and you're a cheater and you're eavesdropping <laughs> do they know that i'm on this call <laughs> yeah and I have opinions, but uh, we have to talk about the movie, but really quick. Yeah, don't go to a dentist until your teeth hurt. Mm-hmm. I heard no, someone no, say thank that. Thank you. Thank no. you. Yes. That's, that's true. That's the truth. It's you don't go truth. to a dentist until your mouth hurts. And that's, I, I also had a, a good doctor say the same thing to me. He was like, he was like, let your, your body talks, let your body talk. When your body screams, come to the doctor. <laughs> All right. Hi, my body is screaming. Um, <laughs> well, Listeners, you know, I we don't give medical advice. We don't give medical advice. <laughs> don't no, sue us. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> he did say when I left, he was like, you're supposed to come every six months. And I re- had remember hearing that when I was a kid. But even then I was like, the fuck, excuse me, twice Nobody a year? Time for that. I haven't no, been no, in no. six years, my friend. I'm not coming uh-huh. back every six months. <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. too frequent for sure. But yeah, um, that's my take on that. And then my take on this movie is I effing love it so much. And thank you for censoring. Thank you. What did you what did you what did you think of the movie I was had, your first time I seeing had, it? Yes, I had never seen it. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold statement that I think it's like top five scariest movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Wow. I was so yeah, really I scared. It stuck with me. I was scared yeah. after watching it. I, that never happens to me. I usually like the second a horror movie's over, it, like I kind of like feel like okay, time for bed. <laughs> yeah. This one, yeah. I was like, w- I had to like check around my house. Was yeah. it the same night you got shocked? No, thank God. Oh, that would have been God. too much. Thank God. <laughs> that would have been oh, too much. Was it before or after? It was. Bef- uh, uh, it was. I got shocked before. Okay. Oh, okay. That's good. That's, that's better. <laughs> but, um, did you like it? On did you like? It? I loved it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm very I, I happy. So and I much. kind of I went into it a little blind, like I didn't know much about it, and I think that was yeah. a really great way to go into it. Yeah, you guys, this movie is incredible. Uh, like it is. Well, it's my favorite scary movie of all time. And yeah, you're it's a big you're a big scary movie fan. I do. I love scary movies. Uh, used to do a podcast about it. 
Um, you can, yeah, but you can still find on Stitcher Premium if you really love Ooh. scary podcasts. <laughs> What's it called? Um, yeah, tell us. Horny for Horror. Ooh, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out, listeners. Check it out. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but it's, I love scary movies so much. And this one to me is like a real genre bender mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me. Where Very it's like, fantasy-y. It, yes, fantasy-y. yes. Which is very Guillermo del Toro <laughs> influence. Right. And I think... He, even though he does a lot of stuff with fantastical elements, I think this one is like the best mixture of mm-hmm. sort of reality and fantasy. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's so good. And I know you're not going to see it, Emily, but also you should. I know. <laughs> I, well, I we I do this every time. Where I'm like, say. maybe I'll see it. Maybe I can see it. Um, <laughs> Sammy already told us. She said that I I can't. She knows that I can't. It, it's scary. It's scary. I it's also I want to see it because I am I. I love Spain. So I was just start saying that I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Shut this girl up. But I, I love Spain and I love Spanish. And I was like, I just want to watch it so I can hear the Spanish. But no, I would be too scared. I would be way too scared. And I don't think that I can hate it. Yeah. Damn. Did you see it in theaters or afterwards? I did not see it in theaters. I saw it uh, afterwards. I just had another horror friend who was like, oh, my God, watch it. And then you guys obviously and then I got to show show it to Betsy. She hadn't seen it yet. And then now she loves it. We, mm-hmm, of course, ju- mm-hmm. just rewatched it so we could talk about it here. But it is just it holds up every time. It makes me cry. Mm-hmm. It, it. No wonder just, Sammy loves it. <laughs> Sammy I loves love a horror movie that makes her desperately sad. <laughs> it it's is true. heartbreaking and sweet and, and scary. And it is I just it blows my socks off every time. Yeah, it's really good. I think yeah. those are my favorite horror movies to hear about, not watch, yeah, because I'm too good. scared. But I love hearing about the ones that are incredibly emotional. Those are yeah. so that they're just like, that's what I feel like horror at its peak in a way is when they're able to capture sadness or well, that's what makes good emotion. storytelling, right? That's what makes you want to hear more. So it's perfect for us to just be like, just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Cocktail Hour. I'm still here mixing up drinks for you. And this week, our cocktail is a high tide. Uh, Just a nice, lovely, summery, beachy drink. Nothing sinister about this here. Don't even worry about it. Forget about it. To make a high tide, you're going to need one ounce of rum, one ounce of coconut liqueur, one ounce of Midori, four ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of blue curacao, and maraschino cherries. To make a high tide, in a tall cocktail glass, you'll combine the rum, coconut liqueur, and Midori, pour the pineapple juice over that mixture, add your ice, then top with blue curacao, and garnish with maraschino cherries. Enjoy. Um, and just as a side note, don't even worry about it, but avoid caves if you can. That's always a good rule of thumb. Cheers. Did anyone have trivia about the movie? Um, Ooh. I had a, I had just a few. Yeah, I same. Just have like two. But let's just say them. <laughs> um, let's just say them, right? Let's just say them. Uh, one, which I can't believe that this is true, mainly because it just sounds exhausting. Um, so it premiered at Cannes, and it, they say it received a 10-minute standing ovation. I believe 10 it. 10 minutes. Wow. 10 I believe it. minutes. That sounds exhausting It's such a too. long time Clapping to be standing and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just imagine around minute seven, people being like, 
No, yeah, we're still. Oh, 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 we're, oh, oh, we're, oh we're still going. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, yeah, still we're, still, we're still clapping. We're still clapping. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's exhausting. It's exhausting. But oh, they're poor. You hands. don't want to be the first person to sit. That's poor form. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that's. I mean, that yeah. bodes well. That's good. That does bode well. It is good. Um, it is good. Yeah. I just wrote that the budget was four million, and it Woo! made seventy-eight million. Pretty good return. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's awesome for them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. that is awesome for them. They are happy. They are really thrilled. Another thing I saw was that, like, basically, since this came out, they've been trying to do a remake, an American remake, because that's their favorite thing to do. Like, anytime any foreign movie is successful, they're like, well, better make an American we could do version. Um, yeah. And so it's kind of totally. been in the works for i guess 13 years i looked it up and it's like still kind of maybe happening the last article i could find was from 2018 and they're like we found a new director they've just been like re-choosing directors and stars for 13 years so we'll see (laughs) that's like that's like confident in them no it's like one of those like failed kickstarters yeah where it's like this is the water bottle that makes water by itself (laughs) and it's like and it's if you look into it it's failed kickstarter oh my god (laughs) i i actually i love that i love the world of like little scams like that um and it's yeah there's there's a lot of scams like that out there but yeah i would hate that if they do it they need to cast it with all latinx or hispanic people but i'm pretty sure they, they would just pop no, no, no i no. think amy they'll adams pop. was one <laughs> i was about to say they'll call anna kendrick and she'll be like okay <laughs> yeah like the the exact opposite <laughs> it's like pitch perfect five can i bring my cups <laughs> What if instead we found the whitest little girl you know? Um, oh my I god, know. maybe I can be in it. <laughs> Yay! Um, I mean, at least give a, a fresh face a chance. I mean, they won't. They won't. Do you have any more, Emily? I have one more, which is a thing that I hate about scary movies and would hate if I were doing a scary mm. movie is that the director. Um, would improvise things during scenes to surprise the actors, such as running on the background and hiding to startle them. Whoa. I don't like that. I would not. That I would not like to be startled. He grabbed one of the actress's ankles from under the bed, <gasps> and so her one of her screams in the film is a genuine reaction. Whoa! That's both cool <laughs> and insulting. It's like I'm yeah. an actor. Let me do my job. <laughs> um, yeah. If you really didn't trust me, why'd you put me in your movie? Um, also, someone should tell him about those cat shock things. He should just put those that on been, set. That would have been effective, for sure. Right? I have an uncle who's, like, the scare uncle, you know? <laughs> and, like, I... Oh, man. I'll be... Uh, the nice way I can put it is, uh, I hate him. And... Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but it's like there's no way to be like to just look him in the face and go, "This is not funny, and you have to stop." <laughs> you, you this know? is such a selfish act on your part. He's like trolling yeah. you in real life. Like there's nothing you can do to exactly respond. That's exactly. I don't like that one little bit. It's lame. It's lame. <laughs> it's lame. lame. Your uncle is lame. Yeah, I got to face that. He sucks. <laughs> I hope he's a listener. Oh yeah! I, I hope he is. I hope he is a huge listener. Um, I hope you know he is a burnout from. He is like he is a man whose brain has was burnt out on the beaches of Mykonos years ago. So <laughs> I don't think he has the 
the eardrums or attention span <laughs> to listen to any podcast, if that makes you feel any better. Thank God. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Simon. The Orphanage. Well, I think we can get into this movie right yeah so mana you just lead the way and i will be your support when you need please interrupt me because i'm gonna get it so wrong um (laughs) no interrupt me okay it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor naked wines Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website. And put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So, okay, okay, open orphanage um no, i'm pretty sure it opens like in in 1975 where you see some young kids uh playing outside of an orphanage mm-hmm. um and they're actually playing a game of like that's kind of like a tag game if you will yeah. where where you knock on a tree 
And it's almost like a mixture of Mother May I and Hide and Go Seek Mm. in a way. And also like that game that you played in pools where you're like on one side of the pool. Shit, what is that? Jailbreak. Yeah, where you're like turning around to try to see you like. uh, Like sharks and minnows? Yeah, that type of thing. Yep, yep. So this one and this one is you're you have you you are you're facing a tree and you you have to knock on it and so they knock on it three times um and they say un dos tres toca la pared <laughs> so one the right like yeah. you know what that means you're better at Spanish than me one two three knock on the door uh, knock on the door that's <laughs> it that's it that's it and um you so you knock and then after you say it you look back so it's kind of that thing where like every time you look back you have to like freeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, but the kids keep walking closer every time. They have to freeze, though. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. eventually, this is already hope- scaring me. I don't like this. <laughs> 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 I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all. It's in the daytime. It's in this beautiful Spanish orphanage. But it still is creepy because you're like, ugh. Um, so they're playing that game, and then you eventually tag the person who's knocking on the tree, and then you all chase each other or something. Um, so it opens with that. Who, with who we is is our baby Lauda, mm-hmm. who is um the we quickly cut to um we oh I will say this really important part it's like the orphanage and then the the credits are creepy little hands <gasps> ri- like um ripping wallpaper off yeah and like revealing names of who's in the movie mm-hmm. that's Spooky cool credits. child that's hands really are cool. scary. Oh, also, yeah. I think we need to point out that there's obviously going to be a lot of children in this movie. And Mona, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do all the guessing of what their ages are because Sammy's incapable of knowing the age. I of think any we child. decided every child in the world is eight. That's yeah, the rule. That's what we came to the conclusion of <laughs> because Sammy couldn't figure out how old any kid was in any movie. We're just going to average it out. And I actually, these ones might be eight. <laughs> I, it's honestly the perfect scary movie age. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're because... just old enough to be aware, but still young enough that they could be innocent. Exactly, exactly. Um, and also, in that opening, Laura Laura gets adopted. Oh, lucky her. Yes. Important, important. Yes, she gets adopted, and then the person, the orphanage people, like the orphanage owner or whoever is like, oh man, the kids are really going to miss her. And then it was like a smash cut to the credits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's it's weird. So Ooh. then, and then you, yeah. So then you cut to modern day, and we ha- we see adult Lauda, um, who has now returned to the orphanage. Her her husband and son have moved into the orphanage that she was once an orphan at. That son mm. probably about eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is are, is it still an orphanage? Or is it, like- it is no longer an orphanage, but they're okay. living in it like it's a home. Okay. They do have plans to reopen it as a facility for disabled children. And and it, okay. it's it's fucking creepy. The the like it's very the like um, <laughs> horror movie bingo is off the charts in this. There's creepy kids, creepy, creepy oh my huge house. Nothing like buying a terrifying home to start your new life. <laughs> People in horror movies love to do that. It looks like the Adams family house, honestly. <laughs> but then it also because it's set up like an orphanage, it has rooms with like 10 sinks and I don't know why that's just mm, creepy or like 10 like ch- 10 tiny little ch- children's beds and oh, it's just spooky. Ugh. And get this, <laughs> there's a there's a church in the house. <gasps> not good. Not good. Not not good. good. <laughs> no, it's like a weird dusty chapel. It's awful. Get your chapel um, out of my house. <laughs> 
So they're they're living in this house, and it's just her, her husband, uh, Carlos, mm-hmm. and her little son, Simon, who is the cutest little kid in the world. This kid is an amazing actor, and you just love him the second he's on he's screen, super right? Cute. Yep. Oh. He has these curly. I'm probably biased. He looks like a little me, but he just has, he has like, <laughs> he's gorgeous. He is incredible, <laughs> this child. <laughs> to lay your eyes on him is to look into the eyes of God. Um, <laughs> no, but he's just like a cute little boy with curls and he's just doe-eyed and doe-cheeked. And um, so they're, they, they have not opened it to disabled children yet, but they're kind of just like getting comfortable in the house. And, um, Simone claims that he's, uh, I want to say, is this when then, like, do they go walking on the beach? Yeah, we learn that he has on? some, like, imaginary friends. You hate to hear uh-huh. it. <laughs> hate to hear it. <laughs> um, and so hear immediately it. <laughs> he's, like, talking about how, oh, his friends, like, don't want to come to the beach with them. But, yeah, him and his mom go to the beach. And she's kind of being yes. like, this is where I grew up. And, the, like, we used to play here and kind of giving him the tour of... It's like a seaside orphanage, by the way. It's like, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. So the beach is, is very gorgeous. But I have horrible news. There is a cave on the beach. Yes, there's a cave. <laughs> horrible. There's oh, a cave God. and a lighthouse there. And also oh, just a little God. bit to tease you. They, it, it has been, Simone does have to take medication every day. And, mm. and we, we don't immediately know why. Uh, but he has to take medication every day. And so we're at the beach, we're in the caves, right? Uh, Laura showing Simon around and he suddenly starts talking to nothing, right? Mm-hmm. He's looking at like a, in a the dark cave. Yeah, like a dark corridor in the cave and he's like ha ha ha. ha. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. He's like you can come over to my house if you want. Like <laughs> No, you can't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. And Laura's like, uh, come on, let's go home. And he's like, okay, can my friend come? And then she's like, um, I don't know. Uh. (laughs) But she looks to make sure and she doesn't see anything. She's like, okay, there's nothing here. But, um, Simone has a big bucket of shells and he starts placing them Hansel and Gretel style. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? And he, and she, he's like, so that my friend can come find find his way back to the house so he leaves like a creepy shell <laughs> it's trail. awful oh no yeah. yeah and then what happens um, um so then we, we go back home and the social worker comes over and i can't mm-hmm. remember her name now benina oh uh, yeah benina escobedo mm. yes benina is a great creepy old lady name As she is benina. creepy yeah she's really creepy and she's like oh like the I was sent over by the doctor or the, the, uh, oh, who did she say? Maybe she says like the social worker, the social work, the social yeah. worker sent me over and she's like, who, what do you yeah, mean? Laura is like confused. Like what? Like it seems uh-huh. a little suspicious, but she goes with it. And she is like, she is a really hunched over little Spanish lady wearing like a, a, a dirty blue dress. And like, she has those like, she has gla- like Coke bottle glasses on. She's freaky. Yeah. And, and she's supposed to be the babysitter? No, like, she's like a social worker. And yeah, Laura's like, why are you here? And she says, I got Simone's file. And mm-hmm. Laura like tenses up a bit and like, okay, like he doesn't 
he she says he doesn't know that he's adopted uh-huh. and he doesn't know about his illness. Mm-hmm. Oh, these mm-hmm. are bad things for him to not know at this stage in life. And, and then I think she's like, you need to tell him like or something. And then he, she, he's like, don't she's like, don't tell me what to do with my kid, honey. OK, first of all, number two, <laughs> your, your outfit's crunchy. OK, your hair is dusted. Get out of my house. And then they um, no. fight. They fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she red him. wine all over the place. No, but um, so she is like, please leave. I don't mm-hmm. th- please leave. Like, thank you for your concern, but I don't need any help. Mm hmm. Um, and is that when she looks at the file? Yeah. And so then we get a little look, a little look at the file and see that he he, he has HIV. Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't that shocking? Oh, my God. I was. Yeah, I was shocked as well. Oh, that's awful. It is. Yeah. And it's just like it's such a strange thing for a young person right. to live with. And it's like, oh, you're like, OK, that's why I need to take medication every day. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Benina leaves. And then later that night, you know, dark. Dark. It's dark in the creepy, big, gigantic, creakety house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're hearing Laura is woken up and she hears weird noises and her husband won't wake up. He like just never wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a man's got to sleep. <laughs> he always gotta. like he always is like, I'll get up. I'll check. It's my turn to check and then goes back to bed. Useless. He's useless. Yeah, he's useless. Um. So then she starts snooping around, scooping around the house. When she goes all the way outside to, I don't know, was, is it like a coal shed? Yeah, it's I don't, like a what very spooky shed. And she's in a nightgown at night by herself with with yeah. no weapons on her person <laughs> and hearing a noise in the shed. And I'm like, don't do that. Ew, and like <laughs> the cheap wooden doors are like flapping in the wind and they're like they're smacking. Um, and she's like, who's there? <laughs> 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 so then we're you know we go into the shed very creepy we see some creepy movement in the background and then suddenly like we almost like like a twig snaps and then we see creepy banina in what? the shed in the middle yeah. of the night creepy old lady banina in the middle of the night and she's like holding a shovel and she's like Ugh! and then she like skulks away like a little raccoon <laughs> she makes a run for it Whoa! Yeah. With no explanation, no, no, no explanation, no wor- nothing. Just no. in a sh- just with a shovel in the shed, just hanging yes. out. Yep. She runs away. They call the cops. The cops come. The cops snoop around, and they're like, "I don't know what to tell you. They're, she's not here." But I, I think they do add. They're like, "By the way, there's no lady who works at that Ooh, office." Oh, right. Named like we Benina. checked that name, and that's not. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Right. She's not a documented social worker at where she said she was. Well, it would, it's weird to me that like a social worker would get a file of a boy right. that moves into the town and then right. that's not how it works. Right. What system works like right. that? Right. <laughs> that, I mean, that, and that, that's a horror movie mainstay where it's like a little bit of a. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a mainstay. How do we of, like, introduce this information and also exactly. introduce this character? And yeah. Mm hmm. A lot of like, well, I guess my husband must have called that whole that chestnut. <laughs> Horror movies so, survive. All movies survive based on unhealthy communication in a marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how we yes. get from point A to point B. Yeah, absolutely. So, OK. OK. So then. OK. So then we're back. It's the next day. And I want to say like Simone and um, Laura are like playing a lot. Like Simone is like, oh, I want to play a game. 
Is this when she finds something on the doorstep? Yep, and boy, I Ugh. did not like it. <laughs> Ugh. She hears some clinkety clanking. She opens the her front door to see a giant pile of shells collected <gasps> on her front porch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I was so mad to see it. I did not like that was, one bit. Sammy, how nasty. scared were you at this point in the movie? I was pretty scared. I okay. think it's like the first five minutes I was okay, and then from then on I was scared. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, it feels time. like they're planting so many different seeds that you like don't even know how to be calm. I think that's what they want. Is it the old lady? Is it the shells? Is it the house? Is it the uh huh the cave? I will say I'm not the sure cave. if this is the first. Um, I, it's not, but uh, horror movies with subtitles, you can't like look away as much because that's my trick is I'll just be like, oh, like you said, like, I'll look on my phone for a second. And it's like, you can't because yep. mm-hmm. you're going to miss things. And so you're really you forced to watch this it. So you can only see the words and shadows. I've done that before, <laughs> but it's not easy. <laughs> You're like, I'll just get the words. All I can see are the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really forces you to to pay attention and get fully scared. Yeah. Oh, you get scared. <laughs> I did. So I guess then they're just playing games, right? She they're sees, like- a, he, he kind of talks about um, Peter Pan. There's this little mm. Peter Pan element where he's kind of thinking about growing up growing up and he doesn't want to grow up because then he can't go to Neverland and do you see kind of her register that with fear because she's you know like it's scary to imagine him not growing up and Mm -hmm. so so then they like play a little game and he's and she's like well what's the game it's like there's some sort of game with like oh well if you find this clue it leads to this thing and then she's like okay I guess I'll play along with you and then clue to clue to clue there's one in the church there's one in the thing until the final clue leads to this locked drawer with Simone's adoption file, which had the news that he's HIV positive and everything. What? And he's at this point meant like saying my friends set up this game. Yes. <laughs> like my my invisible friends. Tomas has set up this game. Yes. He says, yeah, Tomas is the man, the, the, the boy who he claims followed him from the cave. And <gasps> Shell boy. Uh, Shell boy. And um, he immediately, she's like, no, don't, like, what are you doing? Stop lying. Uh, how did you do this? And he gets really angry. And then he yells at her, I, you're not even my real mom. Ooh. And I know I'm going to die soon. Oh, <sighs> my God. So yeah. he, had he, he read the file before? Did he mm. read the file at the end of the game? Tomas he says, told him. Yeah, he said, Tomas told me. He said, my friend told me. Oh, wow. Which is spookier because it was in like a locked cabinet right. that they just opened up, which is like, wait, what? How did you? What is happening? So they're, she's, they're freaked out. They're freaked out by each other. She, he's starting to talk more and more about Tomas. He's, she's like, please give it, cool it on the Tomas thing. So then there's sort of an opening, uh, a ceremony for the, for the orphanage's Sort of, uh, they're trying to reopen the orphanage to welcome about five or six disabled children, kind of, to right, their house. Right. Because they're going to try to, they can't, you know, they don't want to make it huge, but they're like, oh, let's see if, like, there's interest in taking care of some disabled children. Um, and so they, early that day, and, and by the way, it's a horrifying party. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, no. it's a mask masks, party. Spooky masks. No! 
Yes, mark your bingos. <laughs> My God, they're doing it all. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're like spooky, melted paper mache masks. Like, it's never just an elephant. It's like an elephant that's like, like distorted, <laughs> melted on one side with like yarn as an eye. It's always very scary. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. So they're 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 bickering a little bit, um, and uh, Simone says like, "I want to show you Tomas's little house. I want to show you Tomas's little house." And she's like, "Okay, no, not right now. Stop talking about Tomas. We need to go get ready for the party." And um, then they get in like a weird little fight, you know. And 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 then I think he says again, "You're not like you're not my mom." He knocks Don't the tell cake out do. of her hand. He like he's throwing a little tantrum, and he she's she's like stressed party planning, and she's holding uh-huh. a big cake, and he like freaks out, and yeah, knocks the cake out of her hand, and she slaps him. <gasps> no. Oh my god, and his face is so sad, like welling, his eyes are welling with tears, but like uh, he's like holding them back. It's so sad. Oh. It's really sad. It's gonna be hard to bounce back. Hard to bounce back after that. That's a tough one to bounce back. <sighs> it's really sad. She's like, she's like, okay, I'm I have to go get ready for this. Please come downstairs. It's it's sad. So then, you know, she's looking for, you know, she's looking for where where the heck is Simone when she suddenly you know, we we see children playing outside and we suddenly see a child wearing a sack mask and it is horrifying. It's awful. Like it is, it, it's it's like a sack. It's like a, um, it's, it's like a, oh God, what's that Fat Albert character? <laughs> it's, it's almost that, but way scarier. It's very it's like, scary. I don't know. There's like fake hair coming out of the top of Ugh. it. And it's just like, like there's like Kinda, different yeah, sized eyes. eyes. Yeah. It's horrifying. And so there's a sack mask kid walking around and we're like, who is that kid? He doesn't seem to be playing with any of the other kids. And um, she's looking for Simone when she suddenly sees sack mask boy um, at the end of a hallway upstairs. And and she assumes, you know, she's like, I, it, we, we think it's probably Simone just who wearing a mask. Right. Yeah. And um, then there's a weird confrontation where then. The sack mask boy, uh, she, she, she's like, Simone, stop it. This isn't funny anymore. Pushes her into the bathroom and like slams her hand on the door. Oh, right. Yes. Like, she, like, he like pushes her back, pushes her back. She tr- she tries to s- balance herself on the door. He slams the door on her and right on her fingers. We get a little close up of her little fingers smashing. And then she gets her fingers out and falls back into the bathtub. He locks the door from the outside, locking her in there and holds the key up against the glass to like show her that she's locked in there. And she kind of is like stumbled back in the tub and we get a horrible shot of her looking at her smushed fingernail Uh and she like pulls part of it's like a bloody fingernail. Ah, uh, Ooh, it's so bad. It's messed up, man. So this was all this. This is like the sack. This is the the the. We don't know whether it's Simone or not. Right. We don't know. We're just assuming she thinks it is, but we she doesn't really know either. Yeah, he it's had right. a weird okay. vibe for sure. <laughs> the sack mask boy. He had a weird vibe. <laughs> he does kind of. He kind of makes like some kind of um, growly type noises while she's kind of first 
try she tries to take his mask off to be like simone like what's up and he's like mm, kind of doesn't feel yeah. like it's simone yeah it's it doesn't yeah you you question it and <laughs> um so she freaked out they she suddenly gets out she yells and like the party's put on pause you know uh well at least for a second you know because she's like actually for a second she starts just looking for simone because he's like where's simone where's simone where's simone so then we do get that that lovely little chestnut of her running around the party and screaming like a crazy person like where's simone <laughs> right because she can't find her fucking kid like ripping she masks know- off little kids at random like searching for her she's, she's looking panicked. everywhere yeah. she's looking and even like the little closet under the stairs she looks there and nothing you know some some stuff falls over she puts it back she can't she's looking absolutely everywhere yep. right yep. um and uh then what she like panics oh, and, then... and is like the cave what if he ran to the cave mm, that's right that's right and, and then... the thing about the cave is that at high tide it fills with water. The tide comes in and you get stuck in there and you drown. And guess what? It's high tide. So she's running on that beach. Oh, and Jesus. She's running on the beach. She falls. She sees her knee. like a little boy in the cave. And she's like, I see him. I see him. And Carlos, her husband, is like chasing like, no, like, don't go. Like, you'll, you're going to get stuck too. And yeah, we see her fall and break her leg in like a real gnarly way. It's like a quick shot. Yeah. I was kind of like, what just happened? And then it, it's strange. It's, it's, it's yeah, it, it could be a break. It's something. It's really bloodied. Yeah. Um, it's really fucked up. She's like t- running and tripping. And then, you know, her husband comes after her and she's like, oh my God, like you can't run anymore. You're, you've hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, and then we see like we cut to that night. There's cop boats looking in the caves and um she's convinced that benina must have abducted simone maybe because like this weird crazy lady was here maybe she took took my child right right um and she's like she's in the hospital for a second we meet a a detective or no she's a psychologist that works for the detectives named pilar who mm-hmm. um, is like, oh, I'm like going to be working on your case. Yeah, we're going to do all we can to find this Benina woman. Then at night, you know, we get to see her at night. She hears weird bumps in the middle of the house. Really loud, creepy bumps. She wants to look around the house. She's, but she's like in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, what, 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 I, I guess I'll roll around the house in my wheelchair, but I need to like figure out what the sound is since my husband's not waking up. He never, he and... never wakes up. <laughs> I was in the hospital today. We don't know where our son is. This goddamn <laughs> man is still sleeping. <laughs> so the, and then what happens? She just hears a big, she clank hears a and big crash and she's scared, but can't find the source of it. And then we cut to yeah. six months later. Yes. Six months later. And Simone is still missing. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is not You know, good. you guys, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. I, I did know. not think he was going to go missing. I know. And of course, they're, they're devastated because, you know, he needs medication every day. And Oh, God. They're, they're really worried about what, what his fate could be. Yeah. They're searching for him. They're they're driving. They were at like a support group kind of thing where she's saying, "I yes. see him. Or, I see I see kids sometimes." And they're all like, "Oh yeah, like grief does 
um, wild things. And sometimes we check off gaslighting on your bingo. Yep. Yep. Ah. Yep. And so she's like, no, no, no. I actually see them. They're there. And so they're at this like support group. Yeah. For bereaved parents. And, um, she keeps, you know, we're, we're starting to worry about Lauda because, you know, she she just starts at one point. She's almost screaming at the bereaved parents. I'm not crazy. Yeah. And, you know, the parents are like, I'm trying to help you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, uh, <laughs> I'm also grieving. Please don't scream yeah. at me that you're not I crazy. Know. I know. I, I just tried to make Yeah. Yeah. I have my own shit. So then they're driving back. You know, Lauda's beside herself. Her husband Carlos is trying to be there for her. They come to they come to a stop. They're at a they're at a crosswalk. And who the fuck do they see crossing the street with a with a carriage but Benina? Fucking oh, Benina. No. <laughs> they see fucking old bat Benina crossing the street with a little baby carriage and they're like, oh, that's Benina. <laughs> and, and I mean, nothing can prepare you for what happens next, but they're like, Benina! And then she looks back. She locks eyes with them. They like look at each other for a moment. And and, and I mean in a in a millisecond. I mean in a millisecond of a millisecond. Uh-oh. A van blows through Benina. A van. <laughs> yes. Yes. How, how gagged were you I, when I that jumped happened, three Sammy? feet in the air. Oh my god! <laughs> my butt left the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really big scare. So she is smashed by a van. And then, you know, the first thing, you know, um, uh, uh, Car- Carlos runs towards Benina because he's a doctor. And he's like, oh, my God, let me help this person. But uh, Laura runs to the carriage, the, the carriage mm-hmm. first. And then under the car, there's this squished chair- carriage. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it is it my son? Is it my son? But it's just a creepy little old doll, like a creepy like. Sort of wide, wide-eyed wooden doll. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, and then uh, we cut to um, we cut to. Well, they're like uh, all, all over her. Yeah, yeah, her like uh, body, and there's a big crowd gathered around. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. Say, wait, say what happens next. Say what. And happens he's next. like. <laughs> you don't quite see we're seeing from Laura's point of view and there's like a big crowd gathered so it's like in between uh people like um people crowded around her and then Carlos is kind of like I think sh- she's gone like she's 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 dead and oh yeah you see him do CPR Ooh, and then his, oh my God, I his mouth his mouth comes back bloody Ew. like oh. yeah it's like, it's like, yeah and he's oh he's God. like uh uh-uh. he's like He's like, I don't, mm, no, man, no, 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 it's She's not. Dead, man. It's not oh my god, I forgot about so that. So then they they cover her face, right? They cover her face because it's gone. It's it's just eh, it's just not gonna happen. But of course, Lauda zooms in. She gets closer and she notices a whistle around Benina's neck. So of course, she goes to get the whistle, and classic. Benina, the half dead, grabs her hand. <laughs> And then pops out, and Benina's jaw is off of her face. Like, and he was going to oh. do a CPR. Excuse me. He was trying to <laughs> blow into an open throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's she's what like happened. wide-eyed. 
She's grabbed, she's like grabbed her wide eyed, like, ah! <laughs> oh my God, it's terrifying. Two jump scares, two big jump scares right in a row. It really yeah. got me good. Yeah, I bet. Because you like, you relax after the first jump scare. You're like, okay, jump scare. I've got some time before the next one. Uh, but you don't. Not, not in this movie. <laughs> two back to back. Two back to back. So then they're getting more information on Benina mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, this is who Benina is. Okay, great. So Benina, guess what? Benina used to work at the orphanage, and you knew you knew her. Um, and Lauda's like, no, uh, uh, she did not work at the orphanage. And they're like, yes, she did. She was she worked at the orphanage for six months. Maybe you don't remember her, but she worked at the orphanage for six months. And um, this Tomas kid you're talking about, um, Tomas was at the orphanage, and Tomas was. Benina's son. Oh no! But it was her. I know it was her secret son. She was. He was like because I must be some weird nunnery stuff. But like they were like I can't say you know he's my son. But for whatever reason, she worked at the pretending. She pretended to work at the orphanage and then take care of her son Tomas, who also lived there. Yeah. Huh. So so did she like get pregnant and it was. She couldn't be pregnant and maybe had Tomas at the orphanage or something? That's, I think, kind of the impression that we're getting. Yeah, like she was like a young, young unmarried woman that maybe this had to be the... Yeah, and and like Spain, that would have been what, Spain in the late 60s? Because it was started in 75, so that's like Franco era, like very strict conservative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the vibe we're getting. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. And then, you know, then she finds out just more, just finding out more about Tomas because, you know, she's like, my son talked about Tomas so much. I need to figure out what, what's the deal with this Tomas kid. And then what she, Laura finds out is that a few weeks after she was adopted, the orphans, um, uh, Tomas did in fact wear a sort of sack mask on his head. Um, but because he had, he was born with a deformity. He was born with a, a, a sort of like, skeletal he has sort of like a a deformity which like made his bones kind of protrude in oh his skin oh my gosh yes it's alarming and the orphans stole his mask <gasps> and they so uh, the orphans took him to the sea cave and then they stole his mask there <gasps> and then tomas was so embarrassed for anyone to see him that he never left the cave and he ended up drowning Died in, in high the cave. Tide. Yeah. Kids are so mean. Why are yeah. kids Why are kids so fucking mean? Why? They're fucking mean. Cuz they're, they're just mean. They're just little grown-ups who don't know how to <laughs> handle their shit. How to pretend, how to grown-ups pretend to be nice. Grown-ups are fucking mean too. Yeah, they just like don't they just are like <laughs> stealthier about it. That's true, actually. Adults are fucking assholes. No, I yes, they can be assholes, but I would say kids can just be particularly mean. Well, because yeah, they just just let it all out. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know how deeply traumatizing that would be for a child. Well, they killed him. I mean, (laughs) well, they killed him, and so the joke's on them because they killed him. Wow, that's fucked up. When you think about it, kids are just trying out emotions and like behaviors. 
for the first time almost every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, I don't yeah, know, let's try learning. this bullying thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's this bullying thing like? That was, oh, that was kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> well, also, I think oh, that's you know, why kids are featured in horror movies so much because they're so unpredictable and so at the like mercy of their emotions. Like they'll just do anything that comes to mind. Like they're not mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. about it. They're yeah. not yeah. rational they're beings. They're not thinking it. Yeah, they're not thinking it through to the end. They're not like, they're like, this is fun. It's fun to yeah. harass this kid that looks funny. Like, I'm going to do it because it feels good. I'm not going to think. Yeah, kids are ahead fucking five scary. Minutes. Kids are scary. Kids are, oh, and, kids are really scary. And we teach kids to believe in the other world. Mm. We're like, there's God, Santa, and an Easter bunny, and they're all watching right. you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so, so then you're like, no, that one's not real. You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know, like which ones are real and which ones aren't. This is a whole other conversation. But the new thing that parents do with Elf on the Shelf, I don't know if you guys know about Fucking this. Fucking terrifying. It's awful. So insane the lies that parents have to spin to create this like mythology around this elf that's literally watching them for like a month before Christmas. Just to get their the kids to behave move. for presents. Every single night yeah. you have to move this fucking elf to a different shelf. <laughs> it's yeah. like so crazy that you're lying to your kids. The yeah. elf is like a little minion of Santa and he's there to like watch you for Santa. Mm. And he like tells tells on you if you act ba- poorly. And elf I'm not joking. Bitch. He's a fucking every, <laughs> every single parent has to do it now because like so many people do it that if your kid is like the every only one who doesn't have an elf. <laughs> If yeah. your kid doesn't have an elf, they're like, why don't I have an elf? All my classmates have an elf. I'm, it just the, the, it's getting worse. That's my only point. It's just getting <laughs> worse, you guys. It's bad. It's bad. And I, I have even worse news. Like, and now, like, every, like, everyone's doing it. There's a Greek version called Follow Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, aimed at teaching kids about Greek Easter. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that ridiculous? It's oh, all ridiculous. Everybody needs one. <laughs> Everyone needs one. Um, it's crazy. Okay, wait. Where? What, okay, so uh, Benita's what? son has been killed by children. Uh, yes, roaming yes. children. Yes, Benita's. Yeah, died being pranked by children. This Tomas kid that that weirdly enough, you know, her son was talking about and 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 did wear the creepy mask. So she's like, "What is happening? Where? How can I connect these dots?" So. She's so at her wit's end that she asks for help from a medium. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, another um, bingo. Mm-hmm, another good mm-hmm. horror Another bingo. bingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to see this bingo board, you guys. That looks <laughs> It so, doesn't exist, fun. but it's going to be good. Oh, it's you should. Make market it. it. Market it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, uh, the medium named Aurora comes to the house. Um, well, like, and also a part of it is like she has a like, kind of a team. And like there's another guy who like talks about. Um, she sees Laura sees this man. I don't remember what the man's name was. Um, but he's kind of a professor type, and he's oh, he's remember. talking about how the other world and doppelgangers in the other world, mm-hmm. and it like piques Laura's att- like attention because she's like, oh, that's interesting. That like maybe this doppelganger thing is what's happening with my boy and with my boy and Tomas. I don't know. Like right. you know, I, I I I need to understand what's happening. So they invite the medium to the house. And the medium does a seance um, where she tries to basically go back in time at, to understand what was happening in the orphanage uh, years and years ago. 
he uh, kind of like hypnotizes her, right? He like does like a thing where he yes. like so the the professor guy is like guiding her into this trance so she can see the orphanage as it was 30 years ago or whatever. And he's like I'm going to count back from 10. And he counts back from 10 and then she like is like Ooh, I'm so it's so cold in here. And I like there was like a draft in my house at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I got so cold and so scared. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. But then it's all through and, and, and it's all like green yeah, yeah. And, and found footage. Like cause like they're doing a lot of weird technology to like sort of bring her back to a time. And one of one, one of the things you can't like night vision y. Yes, and there's also a really creepy clicking device. Oh, there's always like, one of those, a little like metronome or whatever type thing. It's probably not a metronome, yeah. but something you know what like I mean. That. Like it's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, it's 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 nasty, and and like they use it to create all these highs and lows in the sound. Um. Okay, and then what? And then and then. Well, she so uh, it, it they're recording it, and they have their little um, you know, thing that's picking up noise, and we start hearing children on the thing. And there's mm-hmm. no children in the house. Mm-mm. And they're screaming. Screaming, the kids are screaming children. Like in fun or in terror? Not in fun. No. Not in fun. <laughs> Not in fun. I, as soon as <laughs> I asked fun. it, I thought, you know the answer. <laughs> you know the answer. It's like, it's pretty rough to hear because it's like cry screaming. You know, it's oh, like. God. And she's now in the room with the like 10 beds, the 10 children's beds. Yeah. <gasps> and. You know, those creepy metal. Yeah. Like. Like, like hospital cot looking. Yes. Yep. Beds. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And she's kind of kneeling and she's she looks like she's talking to someone and she's like, who tried who who tried to poison you? What did they do to you? And it's like kids like screaming and crying and she's getting super overwhelmed. And then something gets mm-hmm. too crazy. Right. I feel like, oh, like the lights go off or something. They oh, all the cameras turn off. And so they're in kind of right. a control room thing, like watching her. With the big setup. And they're like, we need to bring her back or else she won't be And so be able he's like panicking back. like, oh, I'm counting back up from 10, like 10, 9, 8. <laughs> like trying to wake her up out of the trance because he doesn't know what's happening because we don't have eyes on her anymore. And this right. is the scary part. I was freaked. Oh, And then God. she's, she, he counts to ten, from back from 10 quickly and she's like, even though she walked a far distance, she's right back in the chair she started in, like many rooms away. Like kind instantly. Kind of a cool little scare. Yeah. Yeah. So and then we kind of they she kind of talks more about it and she's like, oh, Benina poisoned the children because mm-hmm. uh, she was pissed because they fucking killed her pissed. son. Oh, my God. As revenge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then she we suspect hid their remains somewhere. Yeah. But like they don't know where their remains right. are. Um, so this was like right after Laura was adopted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In theory. Right after. These are all the same kids that she was there with. Playing playing the little one, two, three, knock on the door. So then unable to cope with how weird, like this is so weird. So Carlos is like, this is crazy. These people made, they did a magic show for you. You know what I mean? Carlos, her husband is like, this is fucking bullshit. Right. That didn't happen. Yeah. They're playing a recording. Like you're falling for it. Yes. And then, yes. And, And I think the caseworker is there too, being like, this is crazy. Okay. This is, this isn't going to help you. You need to like, you need to leave this house or, or something because all of this is like smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants, he wants to get out of there. He's like, this place is not good for us right now. We got to go. And mm-hmm. she's yeah. like, 
give me two days. I need to like say my goodbyes to this place. This is where I spent my childhood and where I lost my son. Like, give me two days by myself mm-hmm. to say say goodbye to the place. Essentially, by myself. Yeah. Hmm. And he agrees. Yeah. And he leaves. What a good he husband. Oh, he leaves. He's he like, leaves. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. He's not a great. <laughs> you know, husband. I haven't been sleeping enough. Um, I gotta go and catch up. I gotta, gotta go to bed. <laughs> so, um, and then you know, for because she's trying to like figure shit out, Lauda decides to make the orphanage look exactly as it did, like thirty, forty years. Yeah, ago. she's kind of like, I'll play, I'll play your game. She like is like rolling right. up her sleeves, and she like gets dressed up like. Uh, the the workers were dressed up in that day. Sets the table as it was, like the night they died, and is kind of like, let's do this. I think one thing we forgot to say was like, at some point, she finds a loose doorknob. Mm-hmm. Right well, somewhere in this mix. One thing that she no? does, or is it after? Uh, this? I think it's. I think it's after, but just right. I think all this happens like right around the same time. Um, one other thing is she kind of she's she's desperate for answers at this point, obviously, and so she kind of is like standing in the middle of the house, saying like, "I'm not afraid of you. Like, where are you?" And this window in the background just like drops and shatters, and she goes to that spot. And yeah, finds like a little, uh, it's like a bench, you know, like under a bench where you could store things in it or something like that. Uh-huh. And there's little dolls for all of all of the kids, like made in each of their images. Right. And that's where she realizes, oh, shit, that creepy doll uh, of uh, the creepy doll of Tomas I found underneath the car fits perfectly in this right. slot. Uh... And then she finds a kind of like. She finds a little, like, clue underneath. Mm-hmm. She finds, like, a little weird, like, clue underneath the doll. And then that leads to, um, you know, a drawer. And then the drawer leads to a candy wrapper. The and then the candy wrapper that he was playing The with. same game. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And then, so that, she starts playing the game, trying to figure out what the hell's happening. And then it all leads to a doorknob. And that's the last piece she can't figure out. She's like, what the fuck is this doorknob do? It's just, like, a loose doorknob. And she's like... All the doors I see have doorknobs on them, so I don't know what to do with right. this. She ends up in in oh. in the shed at some point, and she and yes. she's like just kind of searching for wherever this doorknob goes to. She can't figure it out. There's kind of this thing buried behind all these kind of sandbags in the shed, mm-hmm. and she thinks maybe there's a little door back there, and she's like maybe it's that door. But she gets there uh-huh. and it's not. But she opens that door anyways because she was like, oh, Benina was in here with the shovel. So she like uses the shovel or something to pry that door open and kind of crawls yeah. in there. And it's a furnace. <laughs> uh-huh. And then there's bags that she pulls out and then inevitably one rips. And she begins to find bones and <gasps> dust. And oh, she no. even finds a leg brace. Um, no. Which, of course, is the biggest clue that, like, this is this is the remains of the children. Right. And I guess Benina must have burnt them up after she killed them. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. She was so bad. 
She was really bad. It's really she was bad. bad. <laughs> it's really yeah, bad to poison and then burn a bunch of kids. I don't care what they did. I don't care what they did. It's just bad. Emily, that's a pretty hot take. <laughs> I you know what? I'm standing right by it. It's kind of crazy that she never, did she not know that like right after she was adopted, every other child at this orphanage like mysteriously died? I guess that was not something ever I mean, communicated. It's a fair question. Letters? Like how, yeah, how would they, who would tell her? I don't know. You probably keep in touch I'd with I'd say she least, should have known, know, yeah, but it seems like she didn't. Yeah. No, it's it seems surprise, like she right? did not. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you know, it's it's pro- probably pretty rude to get a letter or like to send a letter to the orphanage and be like, "What's up? What's up, fam? What's <laughs> up, orphans?" Anyway, I've got parents. <laughs> oh my god, my parents kick so much ass. How are you guys doing? <laughs> how how's it over there? How are those beds? <laughs> oh god, I sleep on a ceiling now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So then, so then she's like, okay, I will play your fucking game. That's when yep. she sets up the house yep. to be yep. like yep. it was 30 years ago. She puts on a creepy old costume, like a creepy old nun costume. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, she's like, she's setting up the table. She's so mad. She's like, what do you want from me? And um, and then she's like, okay, you want me to play a game? Right. She's like, yeah, she like loses her her temper at the she like sets up basically the like supper table where they died. Think and like sets all of their dolls like in their seats thinking like I can Mm -hmm. summon them here. Doesn't work. She Mm -hmm. freaks out. I can't totally remember what gets her to do this thing. But then she goes because it's a little later because it's nighttime. Right. It's nighttime. So I think she's like, okay, you seem to like games. Let's play a fucking game. So then in a pitch dark yeah. room in the house, she goes up to a wall and she goes, un, dos, tres, toca la pared. So like <gasps> she, oh, oh cool. It's, it's so it scary, is, scariest scene in the movie for sure. The camera yes, panning yes. back and forth, an, like one take, no edits. So we're on her as yes. she is the one, two, three, knock, pan, empty, one, two, three, knock, pan. One little kid. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they keep oh it's so good. And they keep doing it. And then eventually it's like nine little kids, like like in different spots in the foreground and background and getting closer and closer each time we pan back and forth. And it's like so dark. You can just like see like the slightest like like a, a shadow of light on their heads. It's so nasty. It's so fucking scary. Oh my god, I was so I, I was it. so stressed in this scene. It's so scary. Um yeah. and then as the game goes, eventually one of them taps on her shoulder. Puts her creep their creepy little hand on her shoulder and then she's off. She's chasing them. She's running and she's like, uh, t- talk to me. Tell me where my kid is. You know, what's what's next? What's the next clue? And they kind of lead her to a basement under the stairs. They lead her to the basement under the stairs. Like a little Harry Potter under under the stairs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Harry Potter basement. Fuck J.K. Rowling. And uh, (laughs) all I know, it's so sad. J.K. Rowling, shut the fuck up. Stop tweeting. We hate you. Stop (laughs) tweeting. Let us love your 
fucking books and shut up. <laughs> shut your fucking shut mouth. Your problem. So fucking rich, just go away. <laughs> go fucking go fucking buy a a bag of Teslas and fuck <laughs> off. Leave a us bag alone. of Teslas and fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off forever. <laughs> anyway, so under the stairs, she's like, uh, wait. And then she's like looking around and, and she notices the door keeps creaking, closing her in the in the closet. She opens it again. And then the door creaks close. It like slams closed, and you kind of see like a creepy kid hand. Another big jump scare. Yeah. It's one of those great like slow closes to a fast close. Ooh. And it, you see. <laughs> yeah. So then she's kind of looking around, and I think she notices a hole in the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And then she's, she notices a hole in the wallpaper, and she's like starts ripping at the wallpaper, which of course is a great. Uh, call back to the opening credits and then she has the fucking doorknob on her and she's like oh fuck this is a door <gasps> so then she puts a door a doorknob in this like hole in the wallpaper and then like kind of like Ooh. tears tears it open revealing a door she never knew existed and it's a fucking Ooh. scary ass basement mark your bingos no, <laughs> no there's stairs no. down no I don't want yes. that don't go yes. downstairs don't go down oh. the stairs and this basement, I mean, I mean, I hate to be insensitive, but it it looks like it looks like it's it, 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 it like a Chernobyl basement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it is it, it like looks covered in dust. Like, yes. Nobody's been down there I mean, like, in I, decades. Exactly. It's filthy. As if a nuclear bomb went off inside of a tiny basement. It's just like gray, dusty, dark, tiny slivers of light. Barely like illuminating it. It's disgusting. It's so scary. <laughs> I hate it. Worst hate case it. scenario basement. Worst <laughs> case scenario. Uh, there's no Bobby Burke. There's no JVN. <laughs> no one's going to save this basement. No. <laughs> no property brothers are here to help this basement. Um, no. Um, and uh, so they. So she's going down there slowly, disgustingly, and she's seeing. Uh, she's actually seeing this little desk. Which we actually saw uh, was the desk, Tomas's desk. This creepy little mm, desk mm-hmm. with drawings, really hor- horrifying drawings, horrifying child drawings. That should be on your bingo. It is, yeah. And, uh, oh, okay, Yeah, great. that's on there for sure. Because um, <laughs> they yeah. happen a lot and they're scary. Right. So she's like, holy shit, this is the little house. This is Tomas's quote unquote little house. This is where they kept him uh, away from the other kids. Because yeah. they kept him separated because he was disabled. That yeah. That is fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. But they're like Ooh. all disabled. So. Yeah. But they're like extra they mean I to don't... him. Yeah, they were extra mean to him. It's very sad. You know. But yeah, it's creepy. There's like drawings on the wall. And then she sees a little like curtain. Yes, a little curtain that led to like sort of like an obscured sort of bed. Like a very, a very unsophisticated sort of bed. And she sees like mm-hmm. what looks to be like a little, a little maybe child. It's about o- the size of a there, child's like, body. <gasps> about the size of a child's body. And she heads closer and closer. And then she pulls back um, the covers to reveal uh, it's, it's a fully alive and talking Simone. 
He's what? He's talking. Yes. Now, so go with me. Go, go with us. So he's he's this, <laughs> he's he's talking. He's happy. They're joking. Uh, do you remember any of the little tidbits they say? I I probably they probably call back to Peter Pan or something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But she's she's so happy to see him. She's holding him wrapped up in this blanket. Oh, and uh-oh, she's kind of hear- hearing the kids. She has seen dead children. Oh, I'm I'm not where I don't like where this is going. So she's she's like, we got to get you out of here. She's hearing the little kids whispering upstairs and like giggling like there's little children laughing everywhere. And she's like, it's OK. I can't remember. They Oh, I think she kind of has a very emotional moment with him where she like apologizes to him. Right. And it's like, I'm so I'm yeah. so sorry. And like, yeah. I, and And he's like, it's OK. And uh, now I now I play every day of my life. I'm happy. Oh yeah. yes, yes, and he's like, he's like, will you keep playing? Like, yeah, like keep playing with us. Like, will you come, like, play with us? Yeah. And, and oh, the like kids' voices are getting louder and louder, and she's getting really scared. And she's like, Simone, close your eyes and imagine that they're gone, because she's thinking like maybe we're like stuck in our imaginations, something. So she's like, just think, just close your eyes, close your eyes, imagine they're gone, squeeze them shut, squeeze them shut. And then we get a close up on their eyes and, the, and she opens her eyes and looks down at her arms and the blanket is empty. Nothing there. And then on the floor, just a few feet away from her is the corpse of Simone. No! 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 That is fucked. That is well, not okay. Well, it's a little boy wearing, it's a little boy, actually I should say this, it's a little boy wearing the yeah. mask. Wearing the Tomas mask. And she, she's like, please no, please no, please no. She pulls off the mask to reveal that it was Simone. And she screams in bloody anguish, of course. And then we she looks and sees that the staircase down to the basement, the 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 um, banister has broken. So he fell through there. And then we get flashbacks. Right. Of the loud clanking in the home. The day he went missing. There was there was loud clanking, which she was like, that was that. Yeah. She also had there's also these heavy pipes. Which she, which we see, she like put against the door in her search for her on the initial day, and they kind of rewind all that footage. Yeah, so we see that on the day of, he was like, "Come see Tom- Tomas's little house with me." This is what he meant. She said no. He ran down there, fell. Yeah, hurt himself. Yeah, badly. Mm-hmm. And sh- while she was panic looking for him, she went into that under the stairs closet. And move and knocked these heavy poles onto the door, so he couldn't so get he out. Couldn't get back. So out. he couldn't get out. And then when she was in the wheelchair, hearing the noises at night, like the loud banging, oh, that was Simone. No, it's so bad. And the last thing that happened was she hit him. That was her last interaction with her son was slapping yeah. him, and then locked him in a basement to slowly die. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. Yes, ca- worst case scenario here, folks. It's so bad. Worst case scenario. That's awful. It is horrifying oh, and awful. God. But it is absolutely gut-wrenching and painful because like you fall in love with her and her child 
And but then something else happens, which I, I have to admit, us telling you is not going to be as gratifying as seeing it. But we have to tell you what happens next. Have to, right? Mm-hmm. You have, you have to tell us. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Yeah, we, ha- we don't have a choice. So we see her holding uh, the remains of her child. Oh my god! And um, she's just pounding pills. She's like pounding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, of course. Yeah. Like she's yeah. gonna be off off the cliff yeah. now for sure. Uh huh. She wants to be with him again. She's like, I'll be with you soon. Um, we see her eventually kind of just pounding pills, fall back into almost, you know, she, she, she passes out or dies, it appears. And then a few weird moments pass and she, both her and Simone, of course, have come back to life in this fantastical fantasy, right? In, mm-hmm. in, in death, I guess. They've come back together in death. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's weirdly beautiful like it is weirdly really beautiful and then they do a really clever thing where uh simone is like you're windy you're windy from peter Mm. pan and we're the lost kids and now now we can be together again (laughs) and then and then the ghost children are like it's look, everyone. Well, it's Laura. It's really her. Them, yeah, and one of them is blind, and she comes up and she feels Laura's face, and she says, "It's Laura. She came back. It's Laura." And they all like gather around her, and she like holds them all, and they're like all together, and it like seems like a. Very, I mean, it is a happy ending ish. <laughs> That's the and end. And then we cut That's to we cut to her gravestone so we uh, we cut to the the husband visiting visiting the gravestone yeah and then he like he goes back to the room and then you know he like sees a little sign because there was also this kind of runner of him being a bit atheist throughout the Mm, whole thing mm -hmm. and you know he he picks up this medallion which lauda dropped which was the saint it was like a saint anthony medallion which you know is like the patron saint of lost things and um, he picks it up and like the doors sort of like beautifully gust open with like wind. And it's like he smiles and it's like this kind of cute moment where he's like, this is this sucks. But like, I am now a believer because I know like they're they're here right now. Damn. Got it. So it's a Christian film. It's a Christian <laughs> film. No. no! <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Whoa. it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You guys, that was fucking brutal. Like that is wasn't it brutal? I really did not. I see really that, didn't did not see, see that coming. coming either. And it's it's tough. It's real tough. <laughs> but it is. It is beautiful. But it is just like, damn, it goes there. Like I feel like not a, not a ton of movies kill kids and make it the parents' fault. <laughs> Not a ton. Yeah. No. This Not one does. A ton will do this that. one does. This one does. You're right. It's um it's really weird and there's there's sort of like there's like this underlying thing of like the orphans were always going to bring her back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's almost like she came back to the house. Right. Right. Which means they were going to bring her back. I don't know. It's it's really wild, but like I um yeah, I don't know why it really sticks with me 
And then I always cry at the end, of course. Mm-hmm. And like, cause I, I, I generally do not like the kind of thing where it's like, we're back together in death. Like I, I generally hate that, but like something about the way they do it with this Peter Pan right. thing, which Ooh. is, I have to say is really delicately sprinkled in. You're like, wait, this is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're not hitting you over the head with it. It's a, you're just like, oh, right. Ah. Oh. Did yeah. she, did she have a disability? Was that something? I don't, I don't believe think so. so. Okay. That's a good question, Hen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a, a, a parent's worst nightmare to lose your kid. And then on top of it, that the fact that your kid was literally right, like beneath your feet. You that heard whole time. him. You heard him. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he, that's like also the worst way to die. To die that way is a horrible way I to mean, die. I mean, yeah. No, oh, it's really true. It's truly worst it's case. Horrible. Worst case scenario here. It's worst Oof. case. And in that way, it kind of makes the ending okay, where it's like, it's not actually trite if they're all together in the end in death, because it's like the worst possible death has happened. So yeah. in a way, the only way to resolve it is to... And to give some relief is to let that happen. He's not angry with her. And the other kids aren't angry. They're like not upset with her. Right. Because that's the other thing yeah. about kids. I feel like they don't know to hold grudges yet. Kids, they're, they don't hold they're, on to grudges. They're, just, they're still innocent. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like they're kind of operating minute by minute. And they love their parents. That's one thing that kids do. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it is a roller coaster. Um, if there's one day you watch a scary movie, I think you might want to watch this. And even with some of the stuff spoiled, it's like, it's still pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, and I know I, even if you don't, but, um, uh, it is, yeah, it is a real, as you could tell, it's a real genre bending horror yeah, where it's, it's like excellent and it, it's directed so well it's beautiful it's like uh, the performances are like truly everything it's it's really really good so if you are brave yeah. listeners see it <laughs> you gotta you gotta yeah oh uh, uh, well i hope i didn't scare you too bad uh, i'm gonna have no, guys great. i'm gonna have freaky dreams tonight i probably really I might, I might have dreams. Freaky dreams honestly I think talking about it is almost scarier than just watching it. We've had this discussion before that sometimes, because you, depending on the mental pictures that you are building for yourself, it can be, it can be pretty bad. (laughs) So really the one person who really fucking lost out in this whole scenario is Benina. (laughs) 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 And then I guess she was bad. We just She did kill at least five children. Yeah. So her kid died and then she, then she just killed a bunch of kids Got and got hit away with by it. a truck, like a bunch of yeah. shit. <sighs> and some people would say that's mean. Some people. Some people <laughs> some would say people. that's mean. <laughs> some people. I don't want to speak for everyone. Okay, no, no. don't come for me, listeners. <laughs> say you know what? I I think that's kind of nice. Okay, I respect your opinion. You can have your opinion. <laughs> you are very allowed to it. But yeah, it is wild. And you know, one other thing is like about this is like horror can be so pervasively and and oppressively white and mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i think this is a good example of it being different and excellent and um yeah because i always I, I complain about this a lot but like anyone can be scared yeah like uh anyone can be in a horror movie yeah, yeah. um and we've we've got to do better it's, it's <laughs> gotta do very better. true yeah very true yeah yeah and there's there's so many other ways to be scared. Horror movies, as we have just explained with our bingo, like 
a lot of horror movies do the same fucking thing over and over again. Although this movie obviously is different in different ways, but like there are a lot of opportunities to mine different experiences, human experiences that are very scary. There's a lot of things that are scary in the world. And Mm -hmm. look, most of them are not happening to white people. So we don't get a monopoly (laughs) on fear. (laughs) Like that's really not how the world works. Very true. Right. (laughs) Yeah. True. Truly. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a nice way to bury it up, um, especially in that in the horror realm. Yeah. Thank you for picking oh, it. It was I great. Was, I'm so glad you. Yeah, yeah I was so happy to see it. It was. Yeah, I was riveted. Thank you for telling oh, us my God. everything. That was. Thank you for listening. Thank oh you for God. letting me put you through that roller coaster. It's our favorite thing. <sighs> I love it. I love it. Um, you guys, uh, you guys are great. <laughs> Mano, I, so we talked about your uh, Stitcher Premium, Horny for Horror, but you've got some other podcasts. Where can people listen to you? Yeah, um, I have, man, okay, I have one on HeadGum where we talk about Drag Race. Amazing. It's called Drag Her. I host it with Nicole Byer. It's so fun. And um, yeah, we're talking about All Stars, RuPaul's Drag Race. All Stars is currently out. And um, so go there if you want to talk about drag and all that, all that fun calamity. Um, anyone watch Drag Race by any? No, some a little bit. Yes. yes? Have, no? I'm not yes. currently watching it, but I yes. Got it. I feel like I've been to Drag Con because it's happened in L- L.A. a couple times. I went like two years ago and yeah. it was probably the most uh, like entertained I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> it's a good time. It. It's a damn. I bought you can get good wigs there. And um, and uh, listen to my uh, Patreon podcast with Betsy Sodaro called We Love Trash. Really fun. We talk about trash. And um, great, great, in- great. Uh, it's awesome. And our entire June patronage is going to three causes, uh, including Black Lives Matter, Black Visions Collective and the National Bailout. Amazing. So, yeah, um, go Hell support yeah. me there. And then, uh, there, yeah, there's just find me. Just find my Instagram to it. My name at Mono Agapian, and I'll be squawking about all this. Squawking! <laughs> um, well, thanks for squawking to us, Mono. What a, what a treat. <laughs> oh, thank you, you angels. Um, were there any... I, I mean, I guess the voices in this movie would be in Spanish. Yeah, no um, voices. Just a regular no outro we, for we, us. Sometimes we do... regular outro for us. Sometimes we do voices, but... Sometimes we do voices, but we don't have Emily any did a fantastic. Oh. Ma- Emily did a fantastic Matthew Lillard impression from Scream oh, last week. It was <laughs> spot on. Spot. Oh, that's maybe awesome. the listeners want to get another taste of it. <laughs> Please, we just do Matthew Lillard every single week. Um, I don't know that they do want that. <laughs> I don't know. I it's a Scream baby. Come on, <laughs> that was Let good. Me hear it. That was good. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> um, well, great. That wraps us up awesome. here. Um, on behalf of all of us here, goodbye. 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 <laughs> Good boo. Good boo. Hi, everyone. It's Emily again. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. We hope you're loving the show, and if you are, please do go on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Give us a review and throw us a nice rating. We really do appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter uh, and keep up with us there. We'll be telling you about 
upcoming movies and asking for your star signs because that's just the sort of thing we're into. Next week's movie is going to be Eve's Bayou, so give that a watch before next Wednesday if you'd like, and we cannot wait to tell you all about it then. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.